0: Hello, pup parents, and welcome to today's episode of the Perfect Pup Podcast. In today's episode, we are gonna be talking about a very serious topic, and one that I don't think many pup parents think about enough, and that is emergency slash disaster preparedness with our dogs. This is the Perfect Pup Podcast, helping you build a better relationship with your pup, presented by Pupford. Recently on our Instagram, we put out a little question in our story and just asked what, you know, what episodes or what topics do people want to hear about on this podcast? And one of the ones that came back that we thought was really interesting, really relevant was emergency preparedness for dogs, Um, especially with what we've seen this year in particular. You know, we've seen the fires in Australia. There's been a lot of fires in California. There's been um, just recently a couple hurricanes that have come through um, the Southeast part of the United States. And I think at any time disaster can strike and being prepared beforehand is going to make the world of difference for us for sure as humans, but also for our dogs. And so in this episode, I'm going to break down things you can do now. That's going to be the biggest section because preparing now is going to give you the best odds of success or, or give you the best basically scenario. Um, for you and your dog. And then the second part is going to be what to do when the actual emergency comes or when it's there, when it's happening. And the third part is going to be after the emergency. So let's get right to it. Um, and there will be an accompanying um, article on the, on on the Pufford website that um, kind of goes over some of these things bulleted out. If you want to go and reference it, it'll be in the show notes. So very first thing above all, is number one, you need to ID your dog. Uh, And you need to do that, you should do that no matter what. Um, And that means having tags on them, on their collar or harness, whatever they wear on a daily basis. Um, And that should include at least two methods of contact. That should include a phone number, an email address, obviously your name. Um, It's nice to include an address. Sometimes in an emergency, the address is going to be less relevant if homes have been destroyed, that type of thing. Um, But a phone number and an email address, super important to have on there. on top of that, you need to get your dog microchipped. Um, it is something that is not super expensive, um, but is extremely important because especially in a natural disaster or any type of disaster, there's a chance that your dog's gonna lose their collar or their tags might fall off or whatever it might be. And with a microchip, um, it it gets your dog's information stored so that if they're found even, you know, a state away or whatever without their tags, they can get scanned um, with the microchip scanners. It'll pull up your information and you can get contacted. So ID tags and getting your dog microchipped super, super important. Um, Another good plan beforehand is, or, you know, something to do now is make sure you have an emergency contact who can be available. If, for example, you are out of town, you know, if if you're on a trip, uh, you have someone watching your dog or you know, have someone coming over just to feed them, make sure they understand what to do in an emergency as well. And we'll get a little bit more into that later on as to how you can accomplish that. Uh, One of the most important things is to have a a go bag or, um, you know, people call it different things, but like an emergency bag. Um, You want one of these for yourself, but then you'll likely want one specifically for your dog or at least to have these items for your dog in your go bag. And this is something that the idea is a disaster is coming. You can very quickly grab it. You're not having to scramble and put all the things in as it's happening. They're already there. They're ready. You just grab the bag, or you know, like the the large like Rubbermaid or the, the Tupperware tote or whatever those whatever route you go, you can just grab it and either put it in your car or carry it. Uh, in many instances, you might not be able to use your car, and so keep that in mind as you are preparing a go bag you probably want something that you can carry on your back, um, or at least some type of duffel bag or something simple like that. Here's some items that you want to include in your go bag. Um, again, this is not the end all be all that you know your dog might need specific things, but most of these things, if you have them, you're going to be very grateful that you did. Um, first and foremost, food and water for at least five days. At a bare minimum, three days, um, and that includes you know, fresh water for you, for you. And uh, I'm going to just reference for our dogs in particular, there are plenty of other resources you can go find for preparing yourself for a natural disaster. So we're just going to keep it focused on our dogs, um, food and water for at least three days. If you can get a week's worth, great. Some people with big dogs or multiple dogs, that might be a challenge. Um, one way to help with the weight of food is to use something like a dehydrated food, um, just because it, it is much more lightweight Um, you know, like a, a 10 pound, a 10 pound box of dehydrated food is going to give you like 30 pounds worth of food versus trying to lug around a 30 pound bag of kibble or something like that. Um, and on top of that, you're going to want a collapsible bowl, um, to include in that go bag for your dogs, food and water. Um, if you can only do one that that's just fine. I I think just one is sufficient. Um, you're also going to want a sturdy six foot leash. Um, a 30 foot leash, if you can, just because there might be instances where, you know, if, if something were to happen and you're having to walk a really, really far distance and you don't necessarily need your dog right up next to you on a six foot leash, a 30 foot leash can be nice to give your dog some freedom to roam. Um, and I, I personally in our, in our go bag for our dogs, we have a a harness for each of them just because when you think about what might happen in an emergency and, and the types of situations you might be put into um, the last thing you want is your dog to be able to slip out of a collar. Uh, and so that's why I opt for a harness. Obviously, I keep my dog, I keep my collars on my dogs at all times. Um, and so the harness is just an extra piece to keep them more secure to me. Um, of course, you're also gonna want medications for your dog if they're on anything special. Um, again, shoot for a minimum three days worth, but ideally for medications, since they're usually lighter, you'd like to bring at least a week's worth Uh, You'll want a pet first aid kit, and I will link to an article on the Pupford website um, about first aid kits for dogs um, and some ideas that you can have there. Um, And then a couple other things that you've maybe not, you know, you wouldn't think of but are super important. um, You want a towel or a blanket for your dog. It doesn't need to be big, just something that, you know, they can curl up on at night if need to, or you can dry them off, hopefully, if needed. Um, There's some really great towel options out there that are um, really absorbent, but dry quickly, those types of things. um, it's a good idea to bring some poop bags. I know you're probably, you'd probably think, well, in an emergency, I'm not gonna be worried about picking up my dog's poop. But in some instances, if you get evacuated from your home and your temporary shelter is at like a stadium or something like that, um, it is a courtesy and, and it'll just be nice to be able to pick up your dog pick up after your dog as needed. Uh, one thing that I have that I highly, highly recommend and I'll put a link to these in the show notes as well, as well as in the article, um, is like something to go on your dog's collar or harness that lights up. Um, we, we have one that kind of just actually goes around their neck. It looks like an extra collar basically. Um, and it lasts, the battery lasts for quite a while. Um, there are some that are like solar powered as well. Uh, just because again, in, 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 a, in a natural disaster, in an emergency, there might not be electricity you might be wandering around when it's dark. And if your dog were to get away from you, or, you know, even having that light on you might, you might make it so that you're able to be found by rescue, rescue crews, those types of things. So a light that can go on your dog, um, you know, it's best obviously if it can turn on and off, um, a favorite toy just to give comfort and distraction, you know, your dog will likely be very stressed in this situation. So whatever you can do, um, to make them feel more comfortable is going to make, things, is, I mean, slightly better. They're, I don't, I can't say good because it's a natural disaster. It's an emergency, but things slightly better. And on that same note, it can be a good idea to bring like some lightweight shoes, uh, maybe like bully sticks just to keep your dog engaged. Um, really distract them. If you're in a dire situation and need to kind of keep them, keep their eyes off of something or, or, you know, whatever that instance may, may call for. Um, and then two more things to put in your go bag. I know this is a lot. So like I said, it'll be referenced, uh, on the article on the website, but you're going to want a current printed out photo of your dog and preferably you with your dog, uh, for identification purposes. And on the back, you'll want some just quick information about your dog. Uh, maybe their breed, their age, if they have any like major medical problems, um, any medications that they take. And then of course the name that they respond to just because, again, heaven forbid you were, you know, maybe you don't survive, but your dog does. And someone finds this on your person and could say, Hey, I need to look for this dog. Uh, and if I do, you know, figure out how to get it to this person's next of kin, that type of thing. I know these, these are really set. Sa- it's a really sad topic. And it, it's, it's kind of really scary to think about. I know this is kind of a side note, but, uh, you know, it, it's as much as you can do now to prepare, if you never have to use it great. But if it, the situation does come up where you are needing these types of things, you will be so grateful that you prepared beforehand. Um, and then one other thing that I I think is good to use or include would be like written information about your pets, uh, your dog's feeding schedule, like maybe health issues they might have, um, something like that in case, like, for example, in an emergency, something really happened and you had to give your dog to someone, maybe, I don't know, like your leg got trapped under something and you're not able to get out and you need to give your dog to someone else, um, just giving them as much info uh, that as possible so that they can take as good of care as your dog as possible. And that kind of brings me to the next point, which is have a written down plan. Um, and you can do this in your phone, in your notes app, you know, you can print it out. And this this is less for like giving to people, but this is more for in an emergency, like, <sighs> the the way we are naturally as humans, right? Like it's chaotic, it's stressful. Like it's going to be very hard for us to think critically in a lot of situations as to like, okay, what am I going to do? How do I do this? And so if you have written it down beforehand, you can quickly reference it and say, all right, this is where I'm going to go. You know, this is, if I can get out, this is where, and my house is destroyed. This is like, the home base that I'm going to try to get to. Maybe it's a stadium near your home. Maybe it's a school or a church or that type of thing. Um, And what's good is if you make this, this plan in your phone uh, digitally, you can share it with a contact. And that goes back to having that emergency helper if you're out of town or, or someone to just, who is going to know what your plan is because you having a plan is great, but it's even better if someone else knows your plan and can say, all right. Devin's stuck in, you know, there's a fire raging where he lives. I know that this is what he's going to try and do. So if I can't get in contact with him, I'm going to go look at this place, or I'm going to go try and find them here. That, that type of thing. Uh, another good idea is within that note or within that, you know, plan that you create is have a list of dog-friendly areas, um, or dog, dog dog-friendly places in surrounding areas, you know? So, so again, you can go in in, as in-depth as you want with this, but you know, if, if, if the situation arose and you had to you had to walk 30 miles to the nearest city, you know, knowing where they have maybe pet friendly hotels or, or those types of things can can really decrease your stress and again take the critical thinking out of it and just say, okay, this is what I'm doing, this is the plan. <clears throat> One other thing, and I will include a link to this in the show notes as well, um, is what's called a rescue alert sticker. And um there is a link where you can get it for free. And basically it's this little kind of tag um, that writes, you write like in an emergency I have and you write dogs or cats or both and like the number that are in there. And so if something were to happen where if you weren't home and let's say your house caught on fire, Uh, emergency crews show up, they know, okay, I need to go look for three dogs inside the home, that type of thing. Um, Again, just doing as much as you can to prepare to help the people who might come in contact with you, your home, your dogs, that type of thing. Um, You want to display that on your window, maybe on your fridge. um, And if you have time as you're leaving, um, if you do leave with your dogs, you know, you can write evacuated across it. Again, that all sounds ideal in the moment, You might not think about it, but at a bare minimum, having that sign somewhere visible um, in your home so people, emergency responders know what to look for. Um, And that kind of wraps up the first section of, you know, what to do beforehand. And, And if you have any takeaway from this, I would say, you know, get your dog's IDs up to date, get them microchipped and have a go bag ready, have a plan, have a go bag and be ready in case something does come up. Um, Again, the more you can do now to prepare for a natural disaster, the better off you will be. Um, Okay. And then when the emergency is coming or hits, that's our next section. So if you know that there's an emergency coming and you have the opportunity to evacuate and you are able to evacuate, take your dog with you. If it's too dangerous for you, it's too dangerous for your dog. So take your dog with you. If you're unable to evacuate, you know, consider the following ideas just as to like, how you can try and stay as safe as possible within your home with your dog. Uh, number one would be close off areas where you don't want your dog to escape to. So if like you have a dog door, close that, because the last thing you want in an emergency is you want your you don't want your dog to, to run free and run outside and potentially a tree falls on them and then you don't know where they are, you're trying to find them, so you can't stay safe, that type of thing. So be aware of that. Um, and keep your dog on a leash. That goes back to the first point of, you know, don't let them run away and, or go into certain home, parts of your home or whatever. Keep them on a leash because it's going to be scary probably. And it's it's going to be frightening. There'll be like probably loud noises, things that your dog has never experienced before. And they might try and take off a lot of dogs, right? Like it's fight, flight, or freeze. And and if your dog tries to go the route of fleeing and you don't have them on a leash now you've just added one more thing that's gonna make like this whole emergency more difficult and more stressful, and and you're gonna be trying to find your dog, that type of thing. So keep them on a leash, keep them near you. Um, you know, if, if there is like some type of tornado or a hurricane coming, and again, you're not able to evacuate, keep your dog in the home, just like where you would be. <clears throat> and in your home, it's it, again, as part of your plan. If, you know, maybe part of your plan can say, all right, if I can't evacuate, this is where I'm gonna go into my home. In that part of your home or your apartment, have your dogs go bag there. So if like, for example, you aren't able to get out of the house, you have all that stuff there that you're not having to go to a different room or a different section of your home, which maybe has, you know, a tree fallen on it or part of it's on fire. Those types of, again, I'm talking like worst case scenario, but these are the types of things to try and think about and to, to prepare yourself in the case of an emergency. Um, as after the emergency happens or after the natural disaster, natural disaster occurs. And if you're still in the area, you know, be patient with your dog. You have to remember that if it's stressful and scary for you, it is probably stressful and scary for your dog as well. So, you know, do as best as you can to be calm with them. Don't worry about their behaviors. Don't worry about them barking at things. Like it's a natural disaster. It's an emergency. Like stay patient with your dog. Again, do not let your dog roam free. So, for example, let's say there's a tornado that comes through and you're underground and then once you know it's clear and you come out, don't just let your dog run off because, you know, there could be cracks in the road, there could be that's more of an earthquake, but there there could be cracks in the road, there could be, you know, glass everywhere, there could be dangerous things that, you know, aren't safe for your dog and you want to keep them close to you. I can't reiterate that enough that, you know, have a good sturdy harness have a nice solid leash, keep your dog next to you. In some cases, um, in natural disasters, you know, things are just hectic and things go everywhere and you might get new wildlife that comes into your area, like, you know, maybe it blew certain wildlife to you, who knows, like there's been crazy things that have happened, so just be aware that if there is some wildlife that might show up in your area, keep your dog near you, try to avoid it as much as possible because the last thing you want is a confrontation with some type of animal that you don't know how your dog is going to react. Um, and then a- again, above all, like do your best to keep your dog with you and stay as calm as possible and help your dog try and relax. And that's where, you know, in your go bag, having like a toy, having, you know, some chews or, or just anything to kind of give your dog some comfort is gonna be important. So those are the three sections. I kind of went through the second and the third together, but you know, things to do now, what to do when the emergency happens and what to do after the emergency. Again, I really truly hope that nobody ever has to deal with a natural disaster or an emergency period, but also with your dog. Um, and it'd be very stressful. Uh, maybe there's some of you who are listening who have experienced that. If you have, I'd love to hear your story and get a better understanding of what your experience was like and, and maybe some things that we can add to this episode to make people more prepared. Uh, but again, there's multiple things that I'm going to include in the show notes, um, links to where you can get, uh, the rescue alert stickers, Uh, information about first aid kits items you can include in your in your go bag Um, there will be an accompanying article on the pupford website with some of this information Um, and and again if you have if you've been a part of this or if you've seen ideas that i missed please 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 let us know you can email us hello at pupford.com you can message us on instagram or whatever it might be facebook uh, and just let us know because i think again the more we can do as pup parents to be prepared before an emergency happens um, the The higher likelihood that we're going to be able to to stay safe, keep our dogs safe, and and keep our dogs happy and keep them healthy. So, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's a little scary. Like, I have three dogs. I man, I worry a lot about if a natural natural disaster were to occur with three dogs. Like, it would be very very difficult. Um, but you know, my wife and I do as much as we can to prepare and. After preparing this episode, there's more that I need to do. There's more that I need to do to prepare. So I hope that you do the same. I hope that you, you know, at a bare minimum, make sure your dog's ID tags are updated and get them microchipped. But hopefully, you create a plan, you create a go bag, have it ready that you can grab it and head out with your dog as needed. Um, and again, of course, continue working on obedience training and 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 improving your relationship with your dog and and making sure that they understand certain behaviors like like recall and like stay you know those types of things can actually be life-saving in these emergency situations so i hope you enjoyed this episode if you did please let us know leave us a review like subscribe comment all that good stuff we really do love hearing from you and we will catch you on the next episode